Welcome to the Rock Fight, where we speak our truths, slay sacred cows, sometimes agree to disagree. And I'm here today to wish everybody, especially my co-host, Justin Hausman, a happy Noam Chomsky Day, because we <laughs> are here today to talk about another outdoor movie, what we're calling an outdoor movie, 2016's Captain Fantastic. Justin, how we doing? Doing pretty good. That's I mean, it's pretty outdoor. It's a pretty outdoor movie. Pretty, I, I would say ninety-five percent of the scenes are outside. You hadn't seen it before. I had watched it once, and I was like, "Oh!" So when I started my rewatch, I'm like, "Oh my god, this might be like the perfect outdoor movie to talk about in terms of a mainstream film." So I was, mm-hmm, I was, mm-hmm. I was pretty excited. Yeah, I, um, I so I just watched it mm, twelve hours ago, so I'm it's pretty fresh. All right, good because we got we got to dig into this one, you know. So let me, let me run down a few things about the movie. Uh, number one, the synopsis. We have Ben Cash, portrayed by Viggo Mortensen. His wife, Leslie, and their six children live deep in the wilderness of Washington State, isolated from society. Ben and Leslie devote their, is, is, that, devote their existence to raising their kids, educating them to think critically, training them to be physically fit and athletic, guiding them in the, will, in the wild without technology, and demonstrating the beauty of coexisting with nature. I feel like the filmmakers wrote the synopsis. This is a very in-depth synopsis. Oh, I thought you what? did. I was just thinking, no. wow, he really went off. <laughs> I just copied yeah. and pasted it. Uh-huh. When Leslie dies suddenly, Ben must take his shel- sheltered offspring into the outside world for the first time. This movie, like I said, stars Viggo Mortensen, who was nominated for Best Actor this year for, oh. for this role. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. Yeah. That. yeah. It was written and directed by a man named Matt Ross, a.k.a. fucking Gavin Belsom from Silicon Valley. I found that out yesterday so and texted shocking. you. <laughs> so shocking. Is that show done? What's that? Is that show done? It's yeah, over, a few right? years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Good, right. and a good, good final season. Yeah. Um, he said he wanted to make a movie after wrestling with the right way to parent his kids. Uh, did a little research on it. He said he grew up in some artist communities mm-hmm. and appreciated the connection to nature, but also felt somewhat isolated from kids his age. And he, you know, wow. raising his kids now, wanted to kind of show like the balance of what we have in everyday society okay. with some of these ideals. That makes more sense because it seems like it was maybe a book because it's really. The th- like it's a pretty deep sort of well anyway that makes sense i'm yeah I, I, that makes more sense now okay the box office um it was a, made on about a five million dollar budget uh only did 5.8 million domestic uh about a 23 million dollars worldwide so it seemed like it made its money back obviously it's pretty well known it's like 83 percent on rotten tomatoes vigo mortensen academy award nomination i definitely have some some nits to pick um but we'll get to that but overall uh and it's not streaming anywhere i had to, I had to rent uh, yeah. it on, uh, on uh, Apple. Uh, amazon oh. prime Oh, I didn't check Amazon. That's what I watched it on last night. That's okay. I don't mind owning it. I'll watch it again. I actually kind of want to show it to my kids. Um, but anyway, let's start with you know what were your overall thoughts of Captain Fantastic? So I turns out I I had started it a long time ago and oh. made it way further than I remembered. Um, and <laughs> You're I don't. Like, this is all familiar. <laughs> well, kind of like and up until like I remember the oldest son like getting accepted into all those colleges, and like I think that's as far as I. This is probably in the era where my wife and I would start movies and, and fall asleep. So I'm guessing that's what happened. That's you're not um, you're not in that era any longer because we just don't even bother starting. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, that's I watched right. this by myself last night on my computer with my headphones on while my wife was drawing pictures with my. Uh, oh, you didn't watch it with her. Do you, do you want to show it to her now? My wife. Yeah. No, this is my thing. She can have she she watches her British mysteries. I watch my movies on the couch. We have a we have a system, Colin. Okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, the last Tobin's movie we watched over. Together, I don't know if you know. <laughs> we did watch the Nicholas Cage, the fantastic Nicholas Cage film, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Oh, I, need, I need to watch that. I really oh, want to so see it. So good, like a week ago. We that was the first movie we watched together since our kids were born. But that's amazing. Anyway, all right. So my yeah, thought. Yeah. 
Okay, I'll, I'm just going to read my notes here. Yeah, yeah. I wrote my first note is brilliant, but not necessarily enjoyable to watch. I don't know that I had a good time watching that movie. Mm. Um, and I and I think I it's could see that. And partially it's because I don't. Okay, my mom died of cancer when I was a kid. I was 15 years old, and the movie kind of starts Ooh. with that. Wait, yeah, holy shit! I'm thinking of Guardians of the Galaxy. You know what? We're gonna have to cut that part out because i was just really i watched guardians of the galaxy two nights before and the, the mom's, third one the new one no the first one and like the oh yeah the mom no, dies that, that movie. well this still kind of starts with her dying but anyway like like i don't like when there's like death like that like it sets a really gnarly tone for me and like i just a yeah. few years ago i realized i don't want to watch movies anymore that scare me or that like make me sad like i don't care if there's a <laughs> so point you had to watch tale. the ritual and this back to back totally it was so it's a rough you know, week for well, you yes it's been hard week but like <laughs> And there's like a lot of like discomfort. Like movies does a really good job of making you yeah. like you're situated in a lot of like conflict. For basically the whole movie is conflict. So it's like true. Yeah. it's not super enjoyable to watch. Like I don't, I wasn't sure who to root for in this movie. And um, I, when I say not super enjoyable, I mean I was riveted. I watched the whole thing, but I mean it's you're not like oh that was great when it's over. Maybe yeah, maybe yeah. a little bit, but but still it wasn't like a fun movie to watch. So but I do think it was a brilliant film. Yeah, I think it's kind of the perfect follow-up to last week's conversation about the outdoor parent. In fact, that you brought it up on that, and, that, and it, that's why we ended up watching it. Yeah. I think it definitely it's at the extreme end of the sort of the hardcore outdoors over society parent, kind of putting them on display, obviously, to the point of like, there's definitely some like, okay, come on now, like kind of moments. Um, but you know that's a thing. I mean, that for sure, I, yes. like that, that, see, like what you said about Ross growing up in, in kind of these, I'm guessing, kind of like relatively back to the land, off the grid-ish communities mm -hmm. even if it's just like culturally yeah like that makes a lot more sense now because i i I feel that felt really authentic other than like it seemed kind of weird to me like why wouldn't you have modern camping gear right like like why are you starting fires with like a flint like you don't <laughs> and, and steel like you don't need to do that like maybe you learn that once you know like it seemed kind of like they didn't have anything modern at all which seemed we're weird. gonna get to some of that the lessons learned and the nitpicks but i yeah i mean well they did light the pyre at the end with matches they did do that they, when that's they, true when they all right that's yeah but at but that I, point i feel like he already acquiesced to like joining the modern world that's true but he already, like, he's like ah guys it's fine get a flamethrower but the, yeah. yeah but like no, it no, felt pretty right. authentic like it felt like that's probably what it would be other than, other than the fact that the kids were all like brilliant and what? alex honnold it felt relatively I, accurate for like what it would be like I think the outdoor community is is the perfect audience for this movie because yeah. there are a lot of us. So I feel like I've probably thought about doing this. I mean, did you, was there any part of you, no matter how small, that, that you had a few moments of like, okay, it'd be kind of cool to do this? Well, like, so no, no, not at all. But I did. I do think that one of the things that is cool about a movie like this is it is it it like it kind of makes you. Well, it doesn't make you. What I started doing to sort of answer your question is like try and put myself on the spectrum of where I'm, where, are, where's my family on the spectrum of, yeah. of, of Ben and Leslie's family and like the conservative grandpa who the kids try to move in with later in the film. Right. Frankly, like, are, yeah. You know, like that's clearly the spectrum that Ross is going with. Like the most, like we do not give a shit about the natural world, like capitalist successful dude on one hand and like these people on the yes. other. Right. The, yeah. And why I think it's a brilliant movie is it kind of makes you think about which, like, you don't really know which side you root for. At least I didn't like halfway, like, you know, towards the end of the movie, you're like, I don't really know what the right answer is for this family. Yeah. But what's interesting is you kind of situate yourself on that scale. So I would say, no, at no point do I want to do what they're doing. Although, no. although 
I can't make an argument for why it's not like the right thing to do. I mean, assuming that you could actually make your, like treat your kids to the point where they are that brilliant, like yeah. wise and capable. Like, I don't know why you wouldn't want to do that. Like that might be the right. Yeah. For answer. like a week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know. It just doesn't, it doesn't, I don't feel the need to do that. So like I I'm, and the point is like, I think what happened, what I think is interesting is you, you watch that movie, you probably either go shit, we we need to get a little bit more back to the land. Like maybe, right. should, honey, honey, should we start growing our own cabbage or whatever, you know? Or you go, yeah, all right. I I I feel maybe this is freaking me out. Like maybe that maybe our kids are a little bit off kilter because we like they're only in forest bathing schools and they haven't been in a regular preschool yet or whatever. Like maybe we'd like tone it back. So it, it's kind of neat that it kind of you you inevitably kind of judge yourself compared to like what the family is doing. Yeah, I so, think as you're as a thought exercise at the high level, the film works the best on a, when you get down to the granular level. It, like there's a, there's a lot of holes to poke in this because I mean, they're, yeah, they're, it really is like these people striving to leave civilization, basically saying that humanity is irredeemable. Right. right. So we just we're out of here. You know, it's not enough that humans offer that's worth sticking around for. And I, I like the commentary about, you know, shopping malls and consumerism and what, why that can be ugly. But then there's also like mostly what the family studies, you know, are the best parts of people, right? It's art and music <laughs> and philosophy yeah. and architecture, you know, all these yeah. things, you know, so there is kind of a, but, you know, it, and I, as the movie, it does the stuff in the movie work. And I'm going to get into some of my, you know, some of my questions, you know, uh, in a minute, but, but in terms of how it, it definitely, you can't watch this movie, especially I feel like if you operate within our little outdoor community and not come away thinking about everything that you're describing right now. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, yeah, what, what am I doing with my kids? Like, mm -hmm. do, is there enough of this? Am I taking them outside enough? Like, yeah, totally. is, is there the devices and all that kind of stuff? So it is, it's an interesting thought exercise for sure. And I think, I think it, it, not to like toot my own horn, but like, when I come, when the movie was over and I had these thoughts, I was actually like, you know what? I'm pretty happy with our, yeah, me like, too. <laughs> like where I'm on the spectrum, I feel pretty good. Like I, yep. like, I think I, we've kind of done it the right way. So I, you know, I, I don't know, maybe everybody does, but I, I think, I think that's what makes it a smart, a smart idea. Right. It's like, yeah. it, it's kind of cliche, right? Like this isn't a super unusual story, but the way it was presented, whether he even meant to or not, it really yeah. does kind of, put that continuum right in your face and so yeah good job on that matt ross when it comes to the outdoorsy parts like you said this might be you know of the movies we've talked about and even i've just talked about solo maybe like except for like i mean stuff like cliffhanger which is yeah. like a rock climbing movie but also yeah. basically an action movie with rock climbing this yeah. might be the most outdoorsy like and, and the way things were portrayed you had like almost like the native living and the hunting mm -hmm. there was a rock climbing scene Basically, they're doing CrossFit out there. They're running mm -hmm. up mountains. All of these things, you know. Did, van did life. They out, what's that? Full van van life. I mean, like, oh, I didn't think of full life. on like built out van. I mean, they lived on that bus. I mean, like, how many people are doing that right now? You know, I love like, that the name's bus. The bus's name was Steve. That cracked me up. <laughs> That's a perfect name for that. Yeah. Oh, that too. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any like uh, on gear corner? Any like how gear was used or portrayed? Best use of gear? Well, I just remember thinking like, well, why wouldn't you? Like if I'm going to be in the situation, I'm going to have like, 
probably would have some modern gear. Like they don't, there's not a, like yeah. they live in a, what do they even live in? Do they live in a structure? There was like they, a, they had a structure. There was like bunk beds and things like that. Yeah, they so kinda, they, they like had that, built, but like, there's no tarps. There's no like, like nice outdoor tarps. There's no like, yeah. they didn't have, if they had a backpack, I don't remember seeing it. Like there, there were like things that you would obviously have like your water filtration system. Like, let me see that. Not just a giant water tank. Like where'd that come from? You know, like, right. Like there would probably be a filter on that. Right. Wouldn't there? Like, yeah, there were little things like that where I was, so there's no gear really. There, I don't think there's any true. Gear. Like, like the kid uses the flint and steel at one point to light a fire. But other than that, I don't think there's any gear at all. A bow and arrow, maybe. You know? mostly hunting related you know mm-hmm. I, I think yeah it's a good i would have liked and they did that quick montage in the beginning and i get it they needed to get to the exposition of like where the mom was and kind of set the story off but you kind of see their camp right and you're yeah, putting and it's big, all like, it's all like yarn and stuff like you know yeah I, yes. I love to get on my high horse about how natural fibers are dope if i was living in the forest in washington <laughs> i would have a shitload of synthetic material well you that's know, like, kind of like i you know knowing i i couldn't help after i lived in washington for six years and they're in the cascades clearly northern yeah. cascades because they drive through dry, seattle though. on the yeah. way south right, right? Yeah. so yeah. i mean i've been in the north north cascades national park in july and it's been pretty misty um and the weather was like pretty nice except for that one scene where it rained um I guess if this is a good segue. No, I wrote down my outdoor lessons learned from Captain Fantastic. I, you know, number one is cotton is a okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I also feel like the whole time I'm watching it, and I'm like, this is the part where you wish you didn't know anything about how movies are made. You're like, well, obviously right, they wanted right. to be able to film it in a place that was gorgeous, so they picked water. But like, that's you. I mean, surely there are people living in the woods in Washington, but that's not yeah. where I would go. <laughs> like, I'm not going somewhere that's that. That's, a, that's an interesting conversation. I mean, I guess okay. So take out the weather piece of it. I mean, you're going to have really fertile soil. It drains really well. And that was kind of, you know, to our other conversation we had recently about mountain biking and stuff. Like I liked living in Washington because year round, the, the it rains so much that even in the winter, like the trails don't get that muddy. Like it just mm-hmm. like you'd be out riding in the rain. It almost just be like kind of dry. Once your bike dried yeah. out, be like dried sand on the bottom. Of you. It just comes right off. That's interesting. So I, I would think that things grow really well there. Yeah, but it'd be freezing um, fucking cold all winter. Well, long. that's it, man. There, you know, what what what's in Washington? You know, volcanoes with glaciers. I mean, it's kind of like the winters up there in those mountains, pretty brutal. So I would yeah, have liked he, to see the Cash family in January, right. you know. Like they should have probably situated that. Maybe an Oregon would have made a bit more sense, a bit warmer. A bit Oregon gets a lot of snow too. <laughs> yeah, but there's parts where it's I don't know. It just I don't know where I would go. It's I interesting. Maybe you end up there. Maybe like northern Arizona or something yeah, like so, that. Totally. You know? Southwest makes more sense. Yeah, there's probably a lot more weirdos living in the middle of nowhere down there anyway. Oh, yeah, man. Drive through like, you know, Salton Sea when you're heading. They probably uh, actually east. thought about it, right? Like, I'm sure part of it was like, well, we should we film this in like Sedona, like up there somewhere, like around there? Or I what? wonder if it's a status thing because it, it doesn't I they, I don't think they say it, but it feel I feel like uh, the father in law lived in California. I thought they drove to California because I think he says it, he's in Coronado. New, wasn't the for, the for, the funerals in New Mexico? Was it New Mexico? Is that where mm-hmm. it was? They yeah. drove all the way to New Mexico? Mm hmm. Well, that's oh, where the okay. funeral was. I, mean, I don't know if they were Red making Rock a, uh, yeah, <laughs> but, but, but like they, they never tell you, at least I don't remember. I don't, did they ever tell you what their jobs were before? They just say that they no. left the modern world no. and they ended up there. So like maybe right. one of, I mean, it's probably, it's kind of implied he was probably a professor, right? I like, would hope so. Or something, you know, like they never, so let me go through, because I'm going to, I have a questions about Ben Cash in a second here. Cause like, but so my other outdoor lessons, number two is uh, belayers overrated. <laughs> 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 like they're on, that scene was 
Well, we don't know who was down there. Maybe there's some randos. I, I thought they showed the whole family. Like, are they all no, self filling? <laughs> yeah, like, what's totally. going? Like, the kid falls. Somebody caught him. You know, yeah. like, what's going on with that? Yeah, that's um, good. That's good. All kids, number three, all kids really want are hunting weapons, knives, and bows and arrows. Like, that's probably kind of true. I mean, <laughs> it's true. even my daughters would be fired up on that. Uh, number four is Aragorn can defeat Sauron, but not Richard Nixon because Frank Langella played, oh, played Richard Nixon. Good. That's good. Probably <laughs> true also, but good. And my last one is raising your kids in the woods is cool, but not if they ever want to get laid. For poor Bo, uh, hanging out with Aaron Moriarty in the uh, trailer park there, like I or the, uh, the RV park. Poor guy. Yeah. You know, that was a rough beat for my guy, Bo. God, I kind of, the thing is you expect it to be like, ooh, I'm going to teach him the ways of like, the, didn't get that there, didn't did they? <laughs> They're like, we're getting away from this freak show. <laughs> yeah. That guy, that guy has a face. Man, oh, he's got a face. Oh my God. That was rough. That's why the there was some there was some. That's scenes. what I mean. Like most of the movie, you're like uncomfortable. Like you're either yeah. uncomfortable with like yeah. even the scene where they're like all sitting around and they're like and he's he's like quizzing them. You know, you're like okay, this first of all, I'm having grad school flashbacks and I don't like that. But second of all, uh, like you're not you're like you dick, just like stop it. Like the whole time you're like I you kind of want to kill him. As a parent. totally totally. A lot of conflict with the um, and I think this would have been helped by giving I get they want to show I understand like I said the big picture kind of point of view on this like they, they really are showing kind of like what we could be versus what we are. But it would have been a little I don't know I think he, I think Ben got away with a little too much I think that a little yes. more come up and it's a little more accepting of you know i'm kind of skipping to the end like i have in my in my nitpicks and questions like what happened to frank langella right he spends the whole movie threatening vigo gets what he wants and then they never go back to him and then at the end they're just in this like well they've moved on they're they're integrated they're balancing life and and uh and the way they were living before well that's why he's hard he's not the villain like he like he truly cared about his like he cared there about needed his to daughter. be some sort of reconciliation there i mean like yeah. his, oh, he had the kids the kids left cool the kids you, you're like hey man we're sticking with dad but you need to wrap that up you know I like know. it just it, it felt a little like hey guys uh yeah we're a little short on cash we gotta we yeah. gotta get boogie the on the, the end, end of the little here. like i i actually i was actually really bothered by uh and i don't know if we should i don't know does it matter if we tell the end i mean like i was yeah, a little sure. bit i was a i was actually more than a little bit bothered that they actually like dug up their mom's body <laughs> like like that was pretty fucked up i mean i get that, that was like her wishes but like that's a yeah. massive felony like like it's oh. like that's the only thing that you've really done in this movie that could get you in like serious trouble and like you right. can't just kind of do that and now it's fine we're on a farm like or or whatever you know like like that's a huge thing you know so that kind of bummed me out a little I bit i think um also nobody would happening. do that I, I i could totally buy that you would like move your kids out there i could even buy that your kids can quote like nietzsche and like jean paul sartre at like eight sure but like you're not digging up your freaking wife's body and burning it like no one's doing that they really went for it i mean like they went for it it could have been it would have been much more. So here, let's rewrite the ending real quick. They have a, well, we can't dig her up, but we have some sort of like ceremonial thing where we're yeah. going to like, here's her, her favorite tree. We're going to set yes. that on fire and flush it down. And, and we're going to go see grandpa. Like, you know, honestly, grandpa should have been at the house at the end. Yeah. Like sort of showing like, that, you know, hey, that would have been rad. cool now. Like it's that all actually good. would have been awesome. You know, like yeah. that would have been great. And like she as a real, shouldn't she as a true Buddhist not give a fuck anyway? Like, okay. Yeah. I didn't get my cremation that I wanted. Right. Who cares? Like that, yep. that was, that was, that, that bothered or, me. Or, or maybe, maybe the, the entryway back into regular society is Ben hires a lawyer and is like, I got her will. 
All right. Yeah. She didn't want this. Yeah. I need her ex- exhumed and shipped to Washington. And so we can take care of this, which then you don't have to see it. You don't have to have, see six year olds grave robbing. <laughs> like that was, that was like, and much. like driving in the bus with the body. Like how many days had gone by? Like my mom had an open casket and she'd only been dead for like two days or whatever. And it was like, yeah. the, I, the, like there are a few things that, that are mm-hmm. so burned into my brain. It's like, that was wrong as, as much as looking at my mom's body in that open casket. Like, Oh my yeah. God, that was horrible. Yeah. And like, I'll never forget the first open ugh. casket and remember thinking I will never do this to anybody. Yeah. They will never so look like at just my driving out that body in the bus is a little. Well, and she killed herself. Like, are you telling it's a yeah. long drive from New Mexico back to Washington? You're telling no one's checking out her wrists. Like, give me a break, man. Like, not okay. Yeah. Yeah. That they 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 fumbled that part. But <laughs> okay, so who? Do, I mean, like when when the when the kid when the when grandpa decides they're gonna take all the kids. Yeah. Who are you rooting for in that situation? Like, are you like, oh, that's horrible? Or are you like, yeah, yeah. Good. I mean, there is an instinct of like, you don't want to see, because I, I think they did a good enough job with the Viggo Mortensen, Ben Cash character of like getting it. I get it. At that point, he had admitted some, you could see like, plus he's also broke his wife. Is that, I mean, like you yeah. could see the kind of the, the foundation crumbling yeah. of him maybe realizing he had made some mistakes. Yeah. And he didn't want them taken away. And and I thought this was handled. This part was actually handled particularly well. Then, yeah, yeah, it goes off the rails when they go grave robbing. But like the it it really was a tough thing. I, I kind of felt like I don't like this, but probably the right thing is happening. Yes. And then you're kind of wishing you're hoping for like, OK, Ben, go get your shit together, then get your kids back. And yeah, if even like I, I didn't I, I didn't feel like the ending was earned like at all. Like no. it, it felt to me like that was probably the right thing to do. That's probably mm-hmm. what would actually happen. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of excited to see where it went at that point. Like yeah. I was like, Ooh, okay. So what's going to happen now? Like, right. Like, I didn't think the kids were, I didn't think they were going to have a reconciliation. Like I did not think that I'm like, okay, Ben's going to what? Like, I don't know. And well, I was kind of curious. I was like, Oh fuck, you're doing that. You're doing like the, they all get back together again. Okay. You know, well that and, and, and Jack, the, the Frank Langella character, like, he spent the entire movie threatening them, all right, on the phone. Don't you come down here, or I'm going to have you arrested. Um, here's my lo- card to my lawyer. You better call him, right? And then, so he's just, he's like, ah, it's cool now. They wanted to be with their dad. Like, it's all right. I mean, the point was kind of proof. Like, so I don't know if this was like part of what was written into the movie, but it was interesting how like. Ben is obviously really good at navigating the wilderness, you know. Yeah, and like that scene where he's like. I've already got this all figured out. Here's my lawyer. You're 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 totally host here. You're like, oh shit! Like he doesn't have any idea how to do. know what like, to do here. Yeah. Room. Like th- here's an expert on how things actually work. Yeah, he's calling his buddy the cop. Hey man, I got a prowler. Just kind of hanging was, out. That was such a good scene. Baller move by by such Jack. Such a good scene. You're like, oh, you know, like he he yeah he's he's in control of the world that can actually be controlled. You know. Yeah. Like, that's that's pretty cool. Although the Hall of Ben's Hall of Fames, I I do I do genuinely love when they crash the funeral. That was great. Oh, that's great. That's great. great. I love that too. I love yeah. that too. And that's kind of like as someone who it sounds like you have experience with this too. As someone who sat through like a regular funeral of like Ugh. a dearly loved one, like what a horrible thing. Like I would never in a million years want that. Well, and I think so, that's, like, that part and, was great. And I think this is again why we as audience members are probably the best one because a lot of what he's saying I 100% agree with. I agree with the views on the world of organized religion. You know, I think how I choose to operate in the world, clearly different. I I do. I I accept the world as it is more obviously than he does and believe that there's 
good in the world and that more than he does. But that does then give you sympathy to the character. And do you want, you know, and, and, and then there is a layer of jealousy of that sort of like, man, it'd be pretty sweet to be able to do what like these people are doing. Um, and that, yeah. but it, that does peter out towards the end. I think the, the only other really big question I wrote down, who the hell are these people? Like they're raising six kids in the woods, teaching yeah. them to speak a million languages, hunt and live like Native Americans, play a shit ton of instruments, like, celebrate Noam Chomsky, things? and only yeah. one of the six kids is pushing back one? Yeah. And, and it was only after his mom died? I mean, yeah. where did these guys go to colleges? Were they teachers before? They That's needed what a I mean. Little, a little exposition would have gone a long way. Like We homeschooled our kids during a year of COVID, more specifically my wife did. If it, and if it had been anything like this movie, we'd probably still be doing it. And it was horrible. We couldn't wait to kick our kids back to school. Yeah, for sure. So, I, who yeah. are these people? I mean, yeah. That, maybe there's no exposition because I realize there's really no answer that would make sense. <laughs> right. That's right. I, I One of the things I thought about while watching it is like, the, there's like a, the scene where they, or that part where they go to his sister's house. And, yeah. um, uh, <laughs> and like they're arguing in the front yard after the dinner has gone poorly. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, God, I sympathize with her so much. And what's interesting is she does a really good job of, of like. Catherine Hahn's great. She's always yeah. great. She is and, always great. And and Steve's on, by the way. And he's guys. always great too. God, I'm yeah. so happy he's in that movie. He would have been a really interesting choice for the, for the dad. I would actually rather seen him than Viggo Mortensen. But anyway, uh, like the, the, she's, she has this like really good vibe of being like kind of embarrassed that she doesn't like, isn't, doing this like yeah like, like, she like okay gets your kids little... are obviously smarter than my idiot sons like whatever like uh, <laughs> and like yeah you eat well like i'm fucking trying here dude like i'm trying it's organic i don't know it, it was already cooked i'm sorry like i'm trying and like that's how i feel when i talk to like an endurance athlete like, yeah right he's like right, right, right. hi i'm killing a journey i i ran here from everest it's like dude i'm fucking <laughs> trying man like <laughs> i'm sorry like i am sorry i can't like do that i'm sorry you know like, when I, like, cancer, I, like some of buddy. my don't you know, worry it's just like my my next door neighbors who get up at five in the morning every day and like run 20 miles up mount tam it's like dude who the f i thought i'm sorry that i can't achieve yeah, but I those can't people can't that. surf like you man you got your thing it's okay but that's how that's like that's literally what i was thinking of while watching while watching that moment where i'm like i get it lady like i get it like you think you're doing a good job and then you meet these like whack jobs who are like on a whole different level. And you're like, I don't, should I be doing that? I don't know. Probably, but I'm too tired. I'm too tired to do that. Like, come All on. Right. I, I want to pitch you on the new, the way this movie should have ended. Okay. Okay. So, uh, they, you know, they don't, they don't go grave robbing. Um, the, the, the kids come to come with the Vigo. He does the right thing. He goes, he goes, I guess, guys, I appreciate it, but we got it. We are going back to grandpa. Yeah. That's yeah. that sort of thing. Right. They go back in the fact that he brings them back. Jack, like newfound respect for, for Ben, even if it is, even in his 1988 Jesse Jackson t-shirt, you know, he's like, it's fine. You know, he's got his mm -hmm. Trump make America great again, t-shirt on, but they can still see eye to eye on this. He's like, yes. those are your kids. How can I help you? Like, yes. all right. So now yeah. they buy the farm together. Right. Yeah. And now he's Ben's on the payroll. And then, but they keep the, they keep the wilderness place because yeah. now they're going to run like wilderness therapy up there. And oh. the movie ends, movie ends with them taking those two little shitbag douchebags from the the cousins. Oh, the, that would have been so good. And they make them and they're like summer. reading the bill of, they're like giving a lecture on the bill of rights. But, and like and it's kids. not just yeah, it's not just a physical. They got to learn the way that these kids have learned and the and the movie ends with those two just suffering. That would have been so good. I <laughs> that mean, would be like, a good I'm, ending, right? Well, I don't remember what Frank's name was in the movie. Jack. 
Okay, so Jack, like, just, or like, I thought you were going to say, like, and it's like Jack, like, hoeing some patch of, like, turnips on the farm. And he's oh, like, that'd be good hey. too. Like, wait, like, shirtless. That would have been sick. Right? But, like, I love the idea of love them of them opening some sort of wilderness survival. Like, do you know who Eustace yeah. Conway is? Uh, yes, I know the, the last name. American yes. man. Yeah, I think you guys wrote about him on AJ, didn't you? Yeah, I probably did. We should actually. Yeah. This reminds me. We should probably do. We should probably do book reviews. But anyway, because the last American man is a phenomenal book about a guy who's basically Ben Cash. Okay, he literally okay. is Ben Cash. In fact, but he built this like big compound in like North Carolina. Um, and I think he's since. I think it's no longer a thing but it was like a commercial venture and he was like the most gnarly he is ben cash in fact i guarantee you matt ross based that character knew who this of, guy was of useless conway i'm thinking about it okay but um uh but he ends up doing that so like that would have been amazing if they'd built that sort of right that sort of thing. You're, you're that totally, would a better way to end it totally right yeah but and then maybe there's like a thing where like uh jack like he's like yeah you're right we should honor leslie wishes or something like you know what i mean and then there's a way to kind of like bring it back around where we don't have again have you know toddlers raving robbing graves and and playing with dead bodies in the back of school buses you know <laughs> so, bizarre. so so final word on uh on on captain fantastic you recommend it you would you tell people to watch this movie yeah i would and i and and you know I, I hope that's clear when I'm saying I didn't necessarily enjoy myself while watching it in the sense that like, it's still a good piece of art and it's like worth consuming. Yeah. And like, it's just a, like the storytelling isn't super tight. Like it's not, that's like, like the filmmaking is great. Oh, we didn't even mention that. It's really beautiful. Like the film is a gorgeous is, film. It's a gorgeous yeah. movie. It's yeah. very well crafted. It's a very well crafted piece of art that makes you think about interesting questions that I think does a great job of doing that. It's just not like the best narrative story. That's like fun to follow. Yeah, I think they could have had a few more like passes on the script for the for the finale. It was just literally like, ugh, I don't know, man, like we'll dig her up burner and sing Guns N' Roses, you know, like it's just sort of felt a little too. We don't know how to land this plane because that's really heady topics yeah. along the way. Right. I mean, yeah. just like I mean, these are I mean, and and I do think that this is a really appropriate movie for the outdoor community, because I'm sure a lot mm -hmm. of our peers have had these kinds of thoughts. Right. And About now, raising kids honestly, in the world. Right. It's a good and, time for it. Like yeah. who's not, who's not already starting to descend into, and I'm, you know, I don't know whatever your politics are listening to this show, but who's not descending into a little bit of a panic about what's coming down the road with the next election. Like, yeah, it's a good time to think about, should we move everything to the woods? Like, you know, like, <laughs> should we just disengage? Like it's, it's, it's certainly, I would, I mean, it's, we started to watch it before we were parents. There's no way that we, that we, I'm sure. Well, I don't know when it came out, but I'm pretty sure that we weren't parents. Yeah, so we weren't parents. Yeah. Um and it's way I'm sure it's way different if you're a parent than than not. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got a lot more to think about. Yeah. All right, Captain it. Fantastic. I'm the same. I think you should it's worth a watch. Definitely worth a watch. And there's enough kind of fun moments throughout it to kind of carry it through. The kids are really good. The kids, kids are great. Act, yeah, they're really well really well portrayed. Daughters so. were super badass, which makes me super happy as a parent of of daughters as you are yourself. I am. And I would say I was watching some interviews. Uh, the guy who plays Bo, the oldest son, mm -hmm. um, and the other son, the one who has some reservations, Nicholas Hamilton, I think is the actor's name, who also played the bully Henry Bauer in the It movie. Uh, in it. Oh, that's He's why like, he looks so, familiar. Yeah. Okay. British. No, sorry. Nicholas Hamilton, Australia. And the other guy's British. Shut up. Yeah, dude. Crushing it with the American accents. Their voices were a little weird, but that makes, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Too. But, um, and all I have to say, last thing I think to say is poor Bo. I hope I hope he went to Namibia and um, got it on with somebody. No, we don't have much time. Where did you want him to go to college, though? Which one oh, of those did you want him to? Accept? I was actually bummed that he wasn't just going to college, only because it didn't pay that off. That's another thing. Glad you brought that yeah. up. I think it's cool. Like totally, go to another country. Great, yeah. but it's like part of the plot was you getting into these schools. Yeah. Um. 
I don't know. Uh, that's a good point. I guess Stanford, I guess, would be the, mm-hmm. you know, would be the one because it seems like probably a little more. He's kind of a wet. I think East Coast, is gonna, he's going to have a tougher time. Yeah, I feel he like would have been hard time like, in, like, in like Providence, Rhode Island or whatever. He can go to Yale. Yeah, he's hanging out in Connecticut yeah. with a bunch of yeah. dickhead Yankee fans. Like, I just sort of like, you know, I don't know, feel like a little more stay on the West Coast. But I'm sure he ended up at one of those places and then at McKinsey Consulting Firm later on. We should do a Captain Fantastic 2. Would actually be oh, really- my God. And Bo becomes like a right wing, like Trumpy guy, you know, well, working for McKinsey. He was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Guaranteed. He's like, Dad, if I'm going to operate in the world, I have to. This is the this is the only way because yep. money is all that matters. And Ben is like, let's you know, losing his mind. Let's write. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Thanks for coming on. Yep. Talk to you later. All right, that's the podcast for today. We would love to hear from each of you, though, on your thoughts on Captain Fantastic, as well as any other movies you'd like to hear us cover here on The Rock Fight. Send your comments and suggestions to myrockfight at gmail.com. We'll be back with another episode on Thursday. I'm not going to tell you what it's about, but it's a good conversation between Justin and I uh, and another relevant outdoorsy topic. So be sure to come back and check out that episode when it drops Thursday morning about 2 a.m. Pacific time. So get up early on the East Coast, West Coast, wherever, get your podcast. I'm Colin True. Thanks for listening. The Rock Fight is a production of Rock Fight LLC. And, uh, you know, we'll see you next time. Thanks again.